the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Good to be back with you after a four-day absence last week. Uh, my cough did not allow me to be on the air. Not contagious. Just a little aggravation to the vocal cords. So uh, nice to be with you. Appreciate the fact that you guys uh, stuck with the program. I'm always, um, I always hate to be gone because I know radio is a habit. If you break the habit, it's easy to not start the habit again. So if you are back today and you're glad to hear my voice, uh, I'm glad to be here, and I appreciate uh, your listening loyalty. I uh, think this ought to be pretty self. Uh, this ought to be pretty obvious. But if you live in the city, I know it's tempting to start your car in the morning so it can heat up and you're not cold when you take off. But if you do that, you're asking for your car to be stolen, even in the good parts of town, um, Upper Arlington, Hilliard, Dublin. I mean. Put yourself in the mind of the young car thief, and most of them are young. Where are the nice cars? Well, I mean, I think you have a better chance of finding a nice car in Upper Arlington or in uh, Dublin or in some parts of Hilliard than you do other places. So if you want to take that risk, you can. Is it possible to start your car and lock it? Yes. But is it also possible for some teenager to see your car running, try the door, the door is locked, have a hammer with them, break the window, unlock the car, off they go. That is possible as well. So we have had more than 400 car thefts in the city of Columbus since the start of the new year. I mean, I'm astounded by that number. I'm astounded by that number. I would be embarrassed if I were Elaine Bryant, Andrew Ginther, or whatever. Zach Klein, anybody affiliated with law enforcement in the city of Columbus. To have 400 cars stolen, uh, to me, smacks of uh, you've lost control of the city. The real, <laughs> I mean, it's a story in the dispatch today of a woman who left her car running 2800 block of Old Tangy River Road at Ackerman Road. Okay, so she's in the campus area. I know exactly the gas station she was at, right there by, uh, across from Ohio State. So her car gets stolen because she went inside to get something and left it running. When they find the car, which by the way, they're only going to find about one out of every four that are stolen. When they find the car, it's been towed to an impound lot She's got to pay to get it out of impound. And, of course, when she gets it out of impound, it's been damaged. A window's been broken. Now, I remember just about a year ago when local law enforcement 
announced this new program called Operation Game Over, where they were going to get their arms around young kids stealing cars. And, of course, the following day, the Franklin County Juvenile Court judges, the people who were supposed to be holding these kids accountable when they are caught stealing cars, the Franklin County Juvenile Court judges, led by Kim Brown, said that enforcing penalties on youth car thieves was racist. Was racist to arrest kids for stealing cars and put them in the system. That it targeted young black men. Well, it targeted car thieves who happened to be overwhelmingly young black men. It does not at all say anything about a young black man's propensity to steal cars. It just says that of those people in Columbus, Ohio, who are stealing cars, the overwhelming preponderance of them happen to be young black men. See, it is possible for something to be factually true, but not to be uh, racially indicative of the person's innate characteristics, which I would think that somebody who went to law school and became a juvenile court judge like Kim Brown would be smart enough to figure that out. But apparently she is not. Well, the police report that Operation Game Over, which again was protested by juvenile court judges, uh, has been somewhat effective. Now, I don't think it's been too effective because we have 400 cars stolen in a month. Not even a month. we got another week to go. Will we get to 500 by the end of the month? I mean, we've had 400 in basically three and a half weeks. Why would we not get to 500? I... Anyway, lock your car, don't start your car, and don't give them a chance to steal your car. Don't make it easy on them to steal your car. All right, I've resisted the temptation as long as I can to revisit President Joe Biden's disastrous press conference last week. As I said, when you were a president and you hold a press conference, you would like to not commit gaffes that spark both a either rather either an international incident or a domestic incident uh, president joe biden maybe this is what he meant when he said that he's exceeded expectations because he did both he caused an international incident international panic and he also caused uh, considerable consternation domestically here is what he said about russia marshalling forces on the border of the Ukraine uh, that caused international issues. So I think what you're going to see is that Russia will be held accountable if it invades. And it depends on what it does. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion and then we end up having to fight about what to do and not do, etc. Now, right when he said that, I'm like, What? What? I'm not a international foreign relations expert, but I knew that was a big mistake. And the reporters in the room knew it was a big mistake because one of them later asked him to clarify it, and he didn't clarify it. So this is where we are. We'll get back to it in a moment, but first let me play you what he said that caused domestic consternation. I just wanted to clarify, a moment ago you were asked whether or not you believed that we would have free and fair elections in 2022 if some of these state legislatures reformed their voting protocols. You said that it depends. Uh, do you do you think that they would in any way be illegitimate? 
Oh, yeah, I think it easily could be, be illegitimate. Imagine, imagine if, in fact, Trump has succeeded in convincing Pence to not count the votes. Imagine if... In, in regards to 2022, sir, the midterm Oh, 2022. I mean, uh, imagine if those uh, attempts to say that uh, the count was not legit. You have to recount it, and we're not going to count. We're going to discard the following votes. I mean, sure, it, 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 I'm not saying it's going to be legit. It's the increase in the prospect of being illegitimate is in direct proportion to us not being able to get these, these reforms passed. But I don't think you're going to see, you're not going to see me, and I don't think you're going to see the Democratic Party give up on can go, can coming back at assuming that the attempt fails today. So the chance of the election being illegitimate is increased if Democrats don't get what they want, which is no voter ID, unchecked mail-in balloting, and unchecked ballot harvesting. In other words, do it the way we want it done to advantage ourselves, and everything will be fine. In other words, if we win, we're happy. If we don't win, we're unhappy. Democrats act like the only election ever challenged was the 2020 election. In 2016, I seem to remember a bunch of Congress people who wouldn't go to Trump's first State of the Union because they thought he was illegitimate. Oh, I sound like Joe Biden. I lapsed into the whisper. Sorry. This is what this is one of the one of the outgrowths of listening too much to our addled old president. You start to whisper. I'll try not to do that anymore. Creep me out and probably you as well. But let's start with the whole Ukrainian thing, okay? I was watching the press conference live, and there was question after, first of all, it was two hours long, so of course there was question after question after question. But question after question on Ukraine. Now look, I'd prefer that Russia not go into Ukraine. But I would much prefer our White House press corps would have asked one question about our southern border, which is a greater threat to our national security. Vladimir Putin going into Ukraine or 1.7 to 2 million illegal aliens crossing our border who we do not know who they are, what their background is, bringing drugs across our border. Uh, We lost a uh, Texas Department of Public Safety officer over the weekend when he was involved in a car accident chasing illegal aliens. His vehicle was involved in the crash. He died. We have untold stories of people overdosing on fentanyl. We have the Biden administration putting out the welcome sign to people from South America and who knows where else. We've had terrorists and known criminals, sex offenders, who have been caught with the minimal success that we have stopping these people and vetting these people when they come in. So I don't know what's going to happen in Ukraine. I just know this. Joe Biden, if he sends troops to Ukraine, the tipping point on his popularity was unquestionably Afghanistan, where I don't dispute that a majority of Americans wanted us out of Afghanistan. I wasn't one of them. I think a a modest force of 2,500 soldiers there to keep things in check would have been well worth it. 
I'll listen to the arguments that we've been there long enough, whatever. But the issue was never with the American people, whether to pull out or whether to stay. It was, if you're going to pull out, don't do it in a humiliating, stupid fashion that gets 13 American service personnel blown to bits at the Kabul airport. So now we're going to send, the reports are, we're going to send as many troops to Ukraine as we pulled out of Afghanistan. This, to me, is nonsensical. Now, it's easy to say, well, it'll tank Joe Biden's popularity even further because this will not be supported by the American people. But these are real lives of real soldiers that are put in jeopardy. And the expenditure that we will bear funding a stupid border war in Ukraine that doesn't concern us nearly as much as what's going on at our southern border also will not be good for our country. So uh, the words of, was it Robert McNamara? Ring true about Joe Biden. I can't say exactly what Robert McNamara said, but the thrust of it was whatever Joe Biden touches, he messes up. That has definitely proven to be true through Joe Biden's first month, first year rather, and first additional week in office. So one of the things that happened while I was gone was an appearance by the Daily Wire's Matt Walsh on the Dr. Phil show. Now, this happened on the same day as Joe Biden's interminable rambling press conference. So it did not get the national play that it should have. But it's important content. And I'm going to play you some of the content from that conversation because Matt Walsh has been for two, three years uh, pounding the drum about the danger of the transgender movement. Uh, this is, to me, uh, the best demonstration of what the left is trying to do with our kids. We talked a lot in the fall during the election about critical race theory. Uh, Less so, but no less nefarious, is social-emotional learning. This attempt by uh, progressives, the left, to reprogram our kids' minds. Uh, America's a terrible place, it's an oppressive place, and also, you may not be what you think you are. You were born a boy, you may not be a boy, you may be a girl. And all you have to do is say you're a girl in order to be a girl. And then you should have the right to go into whatever bathroom you want, play on whatever sports team you want, use whatever locker room you want. This is right here, right now, it's happening in Upper Arlington. There's a big ongoing debate in Upper Arlington between the progressive administration led by Superintendent Paul Imhoff and the citizenry that realizes this is complete lunacy. Thankfully, we have not had yet a girl raped or assaulted in the bathroom at Upper Arlington, but some of the girls who go to school there have talked about what a deplorable condition the bathrooms are in and how unsafe it is having biological boys and girls in the same bathroom with Stall doors that lock. (laughs) I mean, could you design a system more fraught with peril in a deranged attempt to be fair to everyone? So into this debate enters the despicable 
Haley B. Miller of the Columbus Dispatch. Uh, I would welcome the opportunity to sit across from Haley B. Miller because I'm curious what possesses her. I think I know. But she has never stopped dishonestly targeting the Republican candidates for Senate. It is her goal in life to be the uh, campaign manager for uh, Tim Ryan or any Democrat she can get elected who will further crazed ideas like transgenderism. So today, uh, she uses her platform in the dispatch to disparage any candidate she can possibly attach any anti-transgender stance to. And I'm thankful that Almost all, not Matt Dolan, but almost all of the Republican candidates for Senate in the state of Ohio are firmly on the side of children, yes, kids, with an anti-transgender ideology viewpoint. How can you be on the side of kids, Bruce, and be anti-transgender? Kids are transgender. Yes, they are. Some kids are confused, and some kids think They are born the wrong sex. So I went to our old friend Google, and I typed in suicide rate for transgender teens. And I found a study from the Human Rights Campaign. Headlined, new study reveals shocking rates of attempted suicide among trans adolescents. Okay. Harrowing statistics from a recent study published by the American Academy of Pediatrics reveal Alarming levels of attempted suicide among transgender youth. Okay, so take note of the next sentence. We have a very high suicide rate among transgender youth, right? So here comes their conclusion, the Human Rights Campaign. The findings emphasize the urgency of building welcoming and safe communities for LGBTQ young people, particularly for transgender youth. You see, it is not in their frame of mind that perhaps we have astronomical levels of suicide among transgender youth because they are affirmed in their mental disconnect between their biology and their feelings. No, that is not at all the reason why they go through life confused, ashamed, Wondering what's going on. No, the reason why is because there are people who say, no, you're you're just going through something here. You're not a girl. You have the biology of a boy. You are a boy. This will pass. Let us help you get you through that. No, no, no. Reading from the study again, more than half of transgender male teens who participated in the survey reported attempting suicide in their lifetime. Half! That is a crazy high percentage. But it's because people don't affirm them enough. Maybe it's because people do affirm them enough. Maybe it's because people like Haley B. Miller and other nut jobs at our universities and in our high schools want to let these kids mutilate themselves and then find out later, oh, this wasn't the answer either. This crazed ideology is demonic and detached from reality. And Matt Walsh did a great job of pointing that out on his appearance on Dr. Phil. I'll play some of the sound from that next in hour number two of the Bruce Willis Show.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.